Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Ben Reikley is directly across from me. And we are diametrically opposed, as we keep saying, on all things political. But he's an American first, which it's hard to disagree with that. (laughs) I didn't know we were. Uh, Well, if it's all for the betterment of society, we hope... uh, we can agree to disagree and uh, have a discussion. I know a lot of people like to have arguments, but if you start with a discussion, you hopefully you don't have to have an argument. So we'll see what happens today, but uh, good week. Good callers, good emailers, good texters so far. Mm-hmm. Yep, good. good good information you sent us sometimes, too. Very helpful. We're going to hear from an informed man right now. Uh, let me introduce the show one step farther, and then we'll... Uh, have uh, Mr. Shipman on the line again. On the market sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. We will switch to open phones as our program progresses, but you can email us now at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. On the news line, John Shipman, of course, was our good guest co-host last week. I promised last week we'd get a good update on Convention of States. And then we got into some good discussions and good callers and good emailers and texters. And guess what? That fell off the end of the table. So, But I'm glad to say he's back on the line. Good morning, John. Thanks for calling in today. Good morning, Mark. Uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk about Convention of State. Well, you're an individual that brought it to our attention, and we heard some of the statewide advocates for this, this idea that uh, we can change the Constitution to put some of the power back in the hands of people and kind of drain a little bit out of of Washington, D.C. So briefly, just again, give us a, a quick explanation of what the Convention of States is, and then we'll get the updates. Okay, I appreciate that. Article 5 of, the, of our Constitution says that uh, there are several ways in which our Constitution can be amended. One of those is by a convention called by the states. So the process that uh, is in place is that uh, 34, two-thirds of the states must call for the convention. Uh, that means that it must pass the legislature of those states uh, bicameral in most states so the house and the senate both have to pass it the governor cannot veto it um, but there has to be uh, a a majority vote in both the house and the senate for instance in pennsylvania Um, and then the next step in that process is once uh, there are 34 states that have that have uh, passed the resolution and we'll get back to that resolution in a minute. Um, pass the resolution, then Congress is required to call the Convention of States. Each state would then nominate their own delegates to the Constitutional or the Convention of States, and the Convention of States would be limited 
by the resolution <clears throat> to those are to those issues that are to, to be addressed. Once that's done, uh, the Convention of States returns that a document to Congress, and then it is put out to the to the states, and and seventy five percent or thirty eight states must uh, pass that uh, that. Uh, document that that uh, amendment for in order for it to be to become law so it the founders in their wisdom realized that power corrupts and absolute power absolutely corrupts and so there needed to be a way for the people to hold the federal government accountable and so that's what the convention of states about this is not the first time uh, there have been a number of initiatives over the years to call a convention of states. None of them have been successful. So uh, we're trying to do something that's never been done before. The resolution that is up and has been virtually identical in, in all the states that have so far passed it, and we have 15 so far, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Fifteen states have passed it with both houses of 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 their of their uh, government um the uh uh the uh once that happens uh the resolution it's important for the resolution to be the same so that there can't be a lot of confusion caused so there's three basic issues um that that this convention of states resolution is addressing number one is that um the uh federal government uh, is too large and too powerful so that they have appointed for themselves uh, authorities that belong to the states. I think we saw a good illustration of this in the coronavirus when the president was going to declare this is what had to happen, and then all of a sudden everybody realized none of the governors have the power to do that, but the president doesn't have the power to do that. So uh, we have a federalist kind of government where the states are, are important players in, in our government structure. So the, the, the government has, federal government has usurped power that is not theirs, and that needs to be corrected. The second thing is that the federal government is too expensive. Uh, the, the spending of the federal government is out of control, has been out of control for uh, for 35 or 40 years. Um, we only have had three or four years in the last 50 years where the federal government has, has had a budget surplus. So um, it costs us too much money. And the third is that uh, we don't think that people should be politicians for life. Um, if you go and serve your country, that's a commendable thing, and we appreciate Democrats and Republicans who have done that over the years. But when you see somebody that's been in Congress for 49 years, 56 years, come on, folks, uh, those people have become Washingtonians, and they are really no longer citizens of the state that they represent. They're permanent fixtures in, in, in Washington, D.C. Those are the three issues um, that, they, that it addresses. So far... Fifteen states have uh, passed resolution uh, in both houses of their states, uh, and uh, they are as follows. 
Georgia was, and this is in chronological order, Georgia, Alaska, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Indiana, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Arizona, North Dakota, Texas, Missouri, Arkansas, Utah, and Mississippi. There are, uh, and there are some states where it's passed one chamber but not the other. Those are New Mexico, Iowa, South Dakota, Virginia, North Carolina, West Virginia, and New Hampshire. And there's a bunch of other states that, that it's active. That means that it's passed at least a committee. In Pennsylvania, uh, it has passed out of a committee of the House, um, but the House has not taken it up at this point. Uh, and it's still in committee in the Senate. But those are Kansas, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nebraska, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Washington, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. So you can see that there is a lot of activity. There's only uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's only about ten states that have not acted at all. So there's a lot of interest, and uh, we feel that the people realize that we, we need to do something about the, the, the power and cost of the federal government. I can't help but think that in today's day and age, when we love to rely on misinformation, we do repetitive misinformation in order to defeat an idea, a proposal, or a candidate. Can this get through in the states? Because, you know, once the PACs get involved and they see that their influence might start being limited, uh, then they, they'll kick into action. Mark, you make a good point. There are powerful forces that don't want to see this happen. Um, those are uh, those are the vested interests in Washington D.C. Uh, political action committees, uh, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, but uh, people who like Washington the way it is, uh, which are usually uh, the powerful and rich, uh, they don't want to see Washington change. Uh, you and I have talked about this before. You know, this has unfortunately been turned into a Republican and Democrat thing. But really, the struggle we have in the United States is the rich and powerful against the, the working people, and um, they they get whatever they want. You notice that, just for an instance, uh, 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 Vice President Biden's um, tax change would. Uh, bring uh, higher taxes to 82% of the Americans, but the rich who have who live in high-tax states would regain the big exemption they had on their federal income tax for the amount of state tax that they pay. So, um, you know, the rich and powerful are always trying to get their way. And that and the, all the PACs, you know how the money is, the money in Washington is just like a river. I mean, money just flows through Washington, and uh, I, I can't believe that if you're not if you're in Congress for more than ten or twelve years, that the money doesn't affect your decision. So, and I believe we can probably agree on that. So, yeah, there's a lot of powerful. There are rumors spread by the left Mark, and the right that the convention can run away. That's the biggest, uh, the biggest. Um, thing oh the run the, it'll run away we'll we'll will it'll be uh, you know it'll eliminate abortion or it'll it'll uh, eliminate this uh, take away your guns um, but the, the convention of states uh, uh, 
documents are very specific on those three issues. Well, what I would like to do is stand up in the middle of the convention and say, I'd like a requirement that everyone carry a gun in the U.S. I think that would certainly change the playing field <laughs> in many ways. But you say, I can't do that. If somehow I got to Washington during the Convention of States or wherever it's held, I can't change the resolutions. That's correct. You, you might stand up and say those things, and there, there might be a lot of people who there that would agree with you, but the resolution that will pre be presented to Congress is one resolution that specifically addresses those three uh, issues. And I've talked to our local, you know, uh, we've got great people in the local area that are down in Harrisburg, and, and I'm friends and know some of them very well, and their concern is the, a runaway convention. Uh, and that is coming both from the left and, you know, I was at a hearing in in, Washington, or in Harrisburg uh, about a year ago, and the John Birch Society was speaking against the Convention of States because of their fear of, of a, a runaway convention and, and uh, infringement on the on the right to carry and, and so forth. So the, the opposition's coming both from the extreme left and the extreme right and the money people. All right, so we should contact our legislator and let them know that uh, we have feelings about this and that uh, we think this is a good idea. Is that the next step we should take? Yeah, I think so. You know, we have, we've, we're fortunate to have legislature, legislators in our area that, that listen to people. Um, and um, so our, our state representatives and our state senator um, probably need to know if people are interested or People think this is a good idea. Uh, I think that most of our local legislatures agree that Washington's too big and too expensive, but uh, there's been this misinformation spread, and, and I think there's some concerns about that. All right. Well, thank you. We'll give you an additional remark. Anything to add? Uh, ben thanks you for this. He doesn't have any questions because my questions cover the important topics. But we really appreciate the update, and uh, we do encourage people to make sure when you see your legislator in town or the next time you do, or even before then, to let them know one way or another how you feel about this after you bone up on the topic a little bit. John, we'll give you the last word. Anything to add to this uh, good conversation? I just appreciate uh, you gentlemen uh, giving me this opportunity to talk about it. And, uh, I, again, encourage uh, everyone who's listening uh, to uh, uh, help in the effort to uh, bring some control to the federal government um, and uh, uh, rein in some of the overreach and some of the spending. All right. Well, thank you so much. Do stay in yep, touch. Thanks, we'll get John. You, yep, we'll get you back here in the studio in the weeks and months ahead, and uh, we appreciate all the information. Thank you, John. Thank you, Mark and Ben. Good talking to both of you. I do appreciate that. John Shipman, our good uh, conservative listener, who's here as a co-host. Uh, conservative? It sounds like a week he's ago. an American. Uh, he's an American, through <laughs> through, and triple through. So, yeah, he's he's the real deal. So Conservatives are Americans also, correct? Uh, as okay. far as I know. Progressives are Americans also. Right. Correct. Well, yeah, we're all okay. in the same okay. umbrella. So, <laughs> I mean, we're all under that <laughs> common hood. Uh, we all right. So we got open phones right now. We can talk about the topic of your, your selection, Convention of States, of course, is always worthy of a good discussion. Uh, we have a text related to our discussion about COVID-19 earlier this week. Another individual talking about unrest in Kenosha and uh, their observations about that. We did hear the president uh, did, uh, what, about an hour and ten minutes of uh, acceptance speech last evening. Uh, if you are
are vague on where the president and where, where the president stands on important issues. I wouldn't necessarily believe the president's version of what Joe Biden is or would do, but he definitely <laughs> clarified the line between the two. Well, yeah, I think it was, we'll talk about it today, it was about results and uh, hope and Mm, change what? maybe re 2.0 rethinking what they're doing and the convention of states uh, the term limit idea is part of the president's agenda and there's term next limits term. Uh, make sense and uh, fight the power I mean this is right out of the Isley brothers uh, handbook <laughs> no it's, it, it is and uh, and uh, big and big money is Democratic and Republican. Don't don't fool yourself. You think it's Republican. It's hedge, hedge funds aren't Republican people. Hedge funds mostly are on the Democratic progressive side, because uh, you know big money is is big big money has its own let's say own political party. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got one email already ready to go that was sent to on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over one hundred years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. He can sell underground infrastructure to a man that already has. Uh, Underground infrastructure is the uh, infrastructure that needs the most, the most money and uh, looking after. Right. Because uh, if you don't see it, you think it works, and (laughs) as soon as you can't get water or the toilet doesn't flush or XYZ backs up, uh, people get upset. So, uh, no, think it, when you think infrastructure, think above and sub. How about it? Okay. 1-800-795-9565. Bobby D., thanks for checking in. You're on the mark. Yes. Um, yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, as far as what uh, John Shipman was talking about, the convention of states and that, I mean, this, you know, as time uh, m- uh, marches on in this country, a lot of things have changed over the years. And, uh, of course, our uh, population goes up and down, and then uh, businesses, uh, I'm going to say, move around or get get bought out or whatever. I mean, so, uh, you know, to look at the, um, you know, of what the federal government does versus here in uh, Pennsylvania and also here in Northumberland County, a lot of changes have occurred. And, therefore, I think it's a great idea for the... uh, um, uh, you know, the states to get together and uh, change things. Yeah, Pennsylvania's population has gone down, so... Uh, and gotten older. And the birth rate is lower than it birth used rate. to be. So, yeah, it's time to do some, uh, to at least look at the idea of revisions. They don't necessarily have to pass if they're not ideal, but uh, worth considering, boy, limiting the size mm. of government and spending. Boy, I cannot no, think... No, term of, limits is a key. Right. And Jeez, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Term, right, term limits need to thank be done. You. Yep. 
All right, uh, Pat, thanks for waiting. Uh, we've been talking about uh, racial justice and unrest and law and order and shooting protesters and uh, all related topics this week. What's your view on all of this? Well, I just, uh, yesterday I was able to listen for a short time and I heard uh, your, your partner is Joe, right? Was there your yep, on other weekdays. Yes. Yeah, the topic of uh, police training came up, and just just a kind of a sidelight. My brother was a cop in Minneapolis for forty years, and when in their training, they're taught uh, the uh, twenty-one foot rule, and what that applies to is if you're, uh, among other things, if you're attacked by someone with a knife, if they are within twenty-one feet of you, of the officer, and they decide to charge you. Uh, it is physically impossible to draw your weapon and defend yourself uh, in time. And, and specifically in Kenosha, the man was reaching for a knife in the car. He was looking into the car, and yes, of course, the officer was behind him, and looking the same direction, he may... Probably as much as it is a uh, police procedure uh, question. But, but if it I is. could say this, though... So. As far as police procedure, any time, you know, it's all, in one sense, it's very simple. If you're stopped by the police, whether, whether you're in the right or the wrong, if you're stopped by the police, follow directions. Do what they tell you. Worry about any legalities later on. But well, if you resist and fight, uh, you're liable to end up uh, in, a, in a wooden box. And, and this is a point, and I've heard this talked about, and I'm not sure this is the exact statement, but I'm paraphrasing it. So we want to look at police procedures and how the police interact with society. Well. Let's look at how society is interacting with the police. So if, if we want to have procedures with the police, how about uh, let's look at the uh, procedures with the civilians and how they're interacting with the police also. And what you just said is 100% right. Um, and believe me, there are bad police officers, but we're finding out that there's a lot of bad civilians too, that uh, the interactions with police heightens and unfortunately bad things have happened and uh, you know n nobody nobody deserves you would hope a police officer or a civilian nobody deserves you would hope in an interaction uh, to be killed but the situations we've seen and then when we find out the details then all of a sudden people start saying oh I didn't realize that and knee-jerk right. reactions probably aren't the best way to form an opinion Right, and I understand that from what I've read, that's what uh, Governor Evers up there in Wisconsin did. Without knowing the facts, jumped in and, uh, you know, turned it into a racial thing right away, which it, it was, it's not a racial thing. Uh, we don't need to get into all that. In fact, my wife is staring at me. I have to bring breakfast home here, so I better go. Yeah, all right, well, thank you well, so much for the call. That's yep, important. Very, very yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Bringing home the bacon, literally. All right, we, <laughs> what's happening, what else people were saying, what else, you know, what other angles and what other officers uh, have to say, this idea that, uh, well, I could just look at a piece of videotape and I know what happened and what it means and what the outcome should be. It just doesn't work that way. You can't rush to judgment. No knee-jerk reaction. Well, be, uh, what is it, uh, believe half of what you hear and none of what you see, or, you know, vice versa in some regards. But, uh, no, you, you, we, we've seen it, and we've seen false information turn into, as we saw just in Minneapolis this week, false information turned into riots and looting. We will talk about this, plus the President's remarks last evening on the rest of our program. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m.
News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Welcome back to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Next to the last weekday during the month of August, it is the 28th day of August 2020. And we thank Rob Center for being our fabulous producer. Ben Reichley donates 90 minutes uh, every Friday, and we appreciate that, bringing his good views here. He's an American first. Did you stay up last night to watch the president? I watched uh, parts of it leading up to it. I thought leading up to it was excellent speakers. Uh, it was, I, I would say, a break, quick breakdown was the uh, reality of what has happened uh, with the people speaking uh, compared to the, uh, I mean, the Democratic stuff was uh, Trump bad, just Biden have <laughs> faith in us that we'll be better. I mean, it was there, there was hardly any substance that, in regards to some things. But no, I thought the uh, RNC got uh, American people out there speaking. Uh, you had all shapes and sizes and colors and uh, different stories. I thought the gentleman who is an assistant deputy to the president's story who grew up in uh, in Cleveland, Ohio, went to Howard University, uh, had a 1.9 GPA, broke his leg playing football, and then realized that. I guess I'm not going to play football for for life. It, it, just good stories. Uh, the young gentleman uh, running for Congress down in uh, North Carolina on Wednesday night. Um, oh shoot, I think it's Cameron. Uh, you know, very uh, very moving speech, and and it, again at the end uh, stood up. He's been paralyzed, I believe, since age 16 uh, from an automobile accident. But uh, no, I thought uh, there was uh, real real life results of uh, what the uh, last three and a half years have been compared uh, uh, to, uh, again, um, hope we will do better. And, uh, you know, time will tell uh, which uh, which marketing of the candidate <laughs> sell. But if you have results, uh, that means something. And, and it was quite interesting, too. Tom Cotton gave a good speech, and I do remember Bob Gates, uh, Secretary of Defense, speaking years ago. And I remember this in the in the 90s, being down in Washington. And, and I, I said, you know, you know, Joe Biden just hasn't been on the right side of uh, some of these foreign uh, foreign policy issues and even the bin Laden scenario where he seemed to be a nay vote but uh, uh, you know that was even discussed on CNN and MSNBC and Bloomberg and uh, and NPR I know you're an NPR fan but boy NPR has uh, moved their needle towards the uh, CNN and the MSNBC group right, definitely uh, very left now no and, and we pay for it as taxpayers that's wrong all right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. On the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open. We've got one person waiting. We're going to do the news headlines here very shortly. We've got one person waiting, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236. We do have a number of texts gathering up, so we'll be reading those on the radio 
shortly. Storms hit the valley overnight, and last night, power outages, trees down, and some property damage. During the height of the storm, 6,000 PPL customers and Citizens Electric customers were without power. By morning, it was 88 in Snyder County, 38 outages in Union County reports PPL, and 673 in Northumberland County. Citizens Electric had over 200 outages uh, this morning. A popular local outdoor movie programs being stopped in the interest of safety. Lewisburg's Campus Theater announced Thursday that they are canceling their Movies by Moonlight series on Mondays in Huffnagel Park. In a news release, the theater thanked those who have attended this program so far and have made it a resounding success. However, because they have been so popular and in trying to contain community spread of COVID-19, the theater board decided to cancel the series for now. They will reevaluate and monitor the coronavirus conditions and resume showing films at Movies by Moonlight as soon as safely possible. I'm Chad Hirschberger, News Radio 1070, WKOK. As for some of the local local COVID-19 numbers in Northumberland County, there's now been 652 cases of COVID-19 since the pandemic began, including 11 new cases reported Thursday. 31 deaths have been recorded. All but one of those deaths has been in a long-term care facility at one location or another. Milton Nursing and Rehabilitation had 25 of those deaths accounted to it. The state says a total of five facilities in North. Hamilton County had 181 residents and 60 staff members with the disease, 30 deaths at the facilities. 25 deaths were at Milton Nursing and Rehab. No new positive test results reported yesterday for Snyder, Union, and Montour County. Bloomsburg University announced yesterday it will transition to all online learning, giving up their try at in-person, on-campus education this fall. Anticipating a sharp increase in the number of mail-in ballots in November, Governor Tom Wolf took to the airwaves yesterday with a news conference live on WKOK saying he's seeking four key changes which would require legislative approval. Our correspondent David Payne has that story. Changes called for by Governor Tom Wolf include allowing counties to start pre-canvassing ballots 21 days before an election rather than at 7 a.m. on election day. Doing steps like scanning in, opening envelopes in advance it will allow them to actually start the processing of these ballots early and the hope would be that we get results uh, faster. In addition, eligible ballots postmarked by election day and received by the following Friday should count as valid. Counties should start sending mail-in ballots at least 28 days before the election and be given the flexibility to appoint poll workers to vacant positions earlier than five days before an election. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And some other news briefly. The NHL has postponed the next two days of playoff game. There's been criticism from black players who said the league was slow to acknowledge the police shooting of Jacob Blake in Wisconsin. The joint decision reached by the league and the NHL was made after members of the Hockey Diversity Alliance asked the NHL to postpone games. The players' decision was spurred by members of the Vancouver Canucks and Vegas Golden Knights who were preparing to sit out their games in protest. Tampa Bay defenseman Kevin Shattenkirk said that players were particularly influenced by Ryan Reeves, who is black. And seven more major league games have been postponed uh, the, uh, after, in response to the police shooting of a black man in Wisconsin. Uh, to that end, one of our listeners sends us a text, and this is a compliment for you and I, Ben. So we're bound to mm. let's just stop the show now. We'll stop it on the compliment because we know things get worse. 
hours. I just wanted to say thank you to Mark and Ben this morning. It's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback when you're watching uh, police activity uh, with just half the information. That's what you get in the mainstream media, as was said. Yes, there are certainly corrupt uh, police out there, but yes, there are also violent predators of all races that respond only to violence in return. Thank you to all the men and women in blue who are working in this terrible climate of unrest. So we appreciate that. Uh, You you don't realize what the uh, police officers' families uh, go through, and that's not just their in, in, intermediate family, but it's the you know the the groups that uh, you know the aunts, the uncles, the the parents, and that. But uh, no, not only the uh, police officers, but the firemen and the first responders. All right, Tom, thank you so much for calling in. We've been talking politics, convention of states, uh, police uh, activities, and uh, what's your topic du jour today? Well, I, I, I didn't watch the convention the last two nights because after the first two nights, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> but I did but I did see some of the lowlights on Morning Joe this morning. And Trump is complaining about all this violence and shooting, and he's blaming it on Joe Biden. Well, when, if you remember when Donald Trump ran for president in 2016... I think one of the last shootings was at Pulse nightclub, if I'm right. Not sure. Okay. But Donald Trump said, on day one, this stuff's going to end. That's what he said. On day one, this stuff's going to end. And he said, kept saying, I alone can fix everything. I alone can fix it. I alone can fix it. Day one, this is going to stop. Well, it didn't stop. And it's actually worse. So your view is that all of this is occurring on Donald Trump's watch if he were capable well, of stopping he's it. President. That's not quite he's true. He's the president right now. Joe Biden, he's accusing Joe Biden of sitting in his basement. Joe Biden is sitting in his basement not doing anything, but yet Joe Biden is responsible for all these shootings, and he's not, and he's the president. No, that's and not what was said at all. if people want to buy that, that's not what people want to buy that, they can buy it. Well, that, that's not I don't Tom. Buy that's, it. He's the president. Well, you shouldn't buy it, Tom, because that's not true at all. Here, here's, here's what the president says. I'll paraphrase this. Under a Biden administration, you'll have this lawlessness because the Trump administration has offered, offered Seattle, Portland, Kenosha. They'd sent in the National Guards and it, and it stopped, if you realize no, this they made yesterday. It worse. No, they didn't. They stopped yes, they it. They did. It actually. It did actually, not get worse, Tom. Guard That's not that true stuff, at all. Hold on, worse. Tom. That is not true at all. It had it, when the National Guard went into Kenosha. Kenosha, it's it, it it very much went down. When the federal officers went in to protect federal property in Portland. The protesters tried to ramp it up, but noticed after the mayors and governors of these areas asked for help, they didn't ask for help and they left it go. So this is what the Trump administration is saying. So you better look back and say who is in charge of New York City, who's in charge of Chicago, Kenosha, who's in charge of Seattle and Portland, and look what they didn't do to ask for federal help to nip it in the bud. Once you let it grow, you get what you get. All right, Tom, your Donald response. Trump, Donald Trump is the president. Joe Biden is not the president. He didn't Joe Biden has absolutely nothing to do with what is going on right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. 
It is Donald Trump. Joe Biden has not condoned it until what he yesterday? Did well, yesterday. I don't know what news you're watching because you well, did condone this was it. MSNBC, and it was yesterday yeah, that he, he condoned, condoned it. it. Well, Tom, let me ask you a question. <laughs> he finally said this is a problem. Ben pointed out that this is a, a, a Democratic city issue. It has nothing to do with the president, even though it is occurring on his watch. No argument there. But that this is a Democratic city issue. You don't see this in Republican-controlled cities. What's well, you your know view? What? You know what, Mark? The guy there was a guy in in uh, Kenosha. I guess it was yesterday. Went in there with an AR-15 and killed two people. That's not quite the whole and, story. And you Tom. know where this guy's from? This guy is a Trump supporter. It's on his it's on his uh, Facebook page, and he also they also have a picture of him at a Trump rally, sitting up pretty close to the front and, and of this same guy. So you you know, and he's not even and he's not even from uh, Wisconsin. No, he's from, from Illinois. Illinois or someplace. He's not even from that state. It's Illinois, but uh, <laughs> it's if you want so the whole and what the whole story though, Tom. Do you you want to hear the whole story about what happened? I gave there? you the story. No, you didn't. I mean, you have a different story. No, you didn't. That. You want you want All the right, whole Tom. story that's on video. This protester, or th- this person went up there to protect property of, of folks supposedly he knew oh, or was okay. by. Then, no business going up there protecting property. Wh- wh- why, wouldn't, why wouldn't the property? If you're asked to come up to protect it's property. Not, it's not his property. He has no right to go into another state. And, and, and try to protect does too have the right to go in. Yes, he does. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Doesn't matter what he's doing. And then he was chased by protesters. So you put the whole so story together, and this is what we no talked right about. Yes, he had the right. He has the right as much as the as much as the peaceful protesters have a right. He had a right to go protect property. He now you want to talk about the rioters? He does not have a right to have an AR-15. He's 17 years old. He doesn't even have a right to even have one. According to Pennsylvania no. law, yeah, you're not yeah, allowed. Uh, you can't have even, one. Even but I think uh, you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wisconsin even has open carry, and they talked about it. They said he is not an adult. He does not even have the right to have that gun. All right, we got you, Tom. Thank you so much. Really appreciate the call. Good to talk to you again. Thanks for being our oh, good, uh, reasonable, common sense voice. Yeah. Let us test. Let us test. Yeah, I guess. Robert, why not? It's Friday. Pam Bondi the other night. Okay. She was spoke former attorney general of Florida. She was the person that 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 Trump gave twenty five thousand dollars to. Then she dropped the case against him. No, oh, jeez. And okay. you know what? <laughs> Donald Trump had to give that money back that he gave her that twenty five thousand dollars because that twenty five thousand dollars was taken out of out of his foundation. It wasn't even his money. So they write so it wrong. So they write it wrong. To show you what kind of guy he is? No, they write it wrong. It was given out of the wrong, uh, wrong group. It was, <laughs> and it was given so. So they, so they write it. Three million dollars back in his foundation, so the, and that's the reason why he okay. is not allowed to have a foundation in the United States anymore. Okay, you want to talk about how much money? That the yes, Obama sir. administration funds had to give back. How much the Bush funds? Had, I mean, Tom. Oh, again, no, no, good luck. I'm, I'm not <laughs> making excuses. excuses. I'm giving you facts. He's, he's right. It's interesting that. I mean, hold on. can fix everything, and he is. Thank no, you. He, he could. Not. Well, good right. luck. Thank you so much, yes. Tom. Appreciate right. the call. Always glad to appreciate hear from you. Appreciate the call. Thanks for cleaning the language up this time. One eight. 
1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about the 17-year-old. One of our emails relates to that, plus there's a text in response to some of uh, Tom's remarks as well uh, coming up shortly here. Boy, we got the, the text on that. <laughs> well, yeah. No, Stan, he's, he's got speedy thumbs. <laughs> he can keep these coming fast. So. Is he a two-handed texter? Uh, I would have to think so. Yeah, they come too fast. Well, he's, Sunbury he's, Motors Company. You can text Sunbury Motors Company and you, you can, can. Uh, get an appointment down there to go see uh, the potential to buy a new vehicle, can't you? Yep. 1-800-795-9565. Call us immediately if you'd like to be on WDK OK's on the mark. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's 1-800-795-9565. I would just love to talk to you today. What did you think of the president's remarks last night? Upbeat, uh, morose, what's somewhere in between? What's your description of that? There's a lot in between there, I know. Thank you for the laughter. Very positive four days. If you came from Mars, if you came from Mars... Sat and you watched think Joe the last Biden's two weeks. A socialist, lazy, basement-dwelling, bad person. No, I didn't so. say that. But but, but the, you know the the basic part is, the RNC talked about moving America forward. Here's the what we've done in the last three and a half years. Trump administration, Democrats were Trump bad. We're going backwards. Very flimsy. I'm going to say very superficial information on foreign policy issues, on domestic issues. Um, they have the attack uh, person being Harris. Uh, Biden, and they're, they're very concerned. The Democrats talking to some people in uh, Washington on the other side. Was the Beltway people aren't always the best people to talk to, but uh, California and Washington. And uh, they had to get uh, Biden and her out this week because the uh, polls are just shrinking. And uh, they just don't have a how to answer these riots, this lawlessness. And, you know, they, they're trying to spin it backwards. And uh, Biden came back, are you better off today, you know, than you were four years ago? Well, why are these Democratic-run areas not asking for help from the uh, federal government, Mark? A, they don't want to show their ineptness. And B, they don't want to show Donald Trump's administration as a law and order group making a difference and making things better. So here's what we have. 
Right. One of our listeners sends us a note, says, uh, talking about the 17-year-old, says, not exactly a shocker here. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old charged with killing two people and injuring a third during a Black Lives Matter protest in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was in the front row of a Trump rally back in January. Yet another example of the violent, lawless, Trump-supporting thugs. Sadly, he'll p- probably become a right-wing hero, celebrated on fake Fox News and called a very fine person by President Trump. You and I both know that will happen. How long will America allow these violent Trump supporters to continue their reign of domestic terrorism in the U.S.? Trump needs to be voted out in November so Americans really can be great again uh, because right now we have 170,000 Americans dead from COVID-19, record unemployment, a tanking economy, and unrest in the streets. All things Trump says will happen under a Biden presidency. They're already happening. Well, if you can keep that up, here's the problem with the email here. Another violent, lawless Trump supporting thugs. Where are the Trump, where are these thugs that are rioting? This wasn't a Black Lives Matter protest. These were riots. These were riots. The protests might have been 20% of it. 80% of it was the riots. And when CNN, MSNBC, NPR, BBC, America are talking about, well, we were here at the protest, and in the background you see burning vehicles and burning buildings. <laughs> so and then the other the other part of the email here is, is, is quite interesting. Uh, the supporters, the reign of domestic terror in the... Okay, please point out where the Trump supporters are reigning domestic terrorism. Again, a very, unfortunately, not very well-informed emailer. Another listener says, listening to Tom Rant makes one appreciate all the good calls even more. Please keep the folks in southwest Texas and southwest Louisiana in thoughts and prayers. Things are really rough down there. It's going to take many months for folks to recover from Laura. Have a great rest of your day and a great weekend, says uh, Larry. Yeah, and Larry G., uh, a great organization down there that got hit hard because they go all over the country helping people is the Cajun Navy. And uh, I believe they're based uh, Lafayette, Lake Charles, in, in, in that general area. Uh, Lafayette, great city if you ever can get down. People want to go to New Orleans, Baton Rouge, get down to Lafayette. You can have some real Cajun food and uh, and have a good time. But the Cajun Navy that goes out and helps. But, uh, yeah, uh, very, very, very interesting area of the country, that uh, southeast Texas, Texarkana, home to Janis Joplin and Jimmy Johnson, the football coach. Uh, and, uh, like I said, get over to Lake Charles. Charles and Lafayette. All right. Another listener says the Wild West and vigilante justice were products of lawlessness. Once again, we ignore history, want to repeat it, and expect a different outcome. Then again, these politicians that refuse to act are probably graduates of our modern school system. I listen in awe to some of your callers. Trump derangement syndrome has become the prominent mental illness of our day. It completely destroys rational thought. Uh, Let's see. Another listener says Tom is apparently a Trump hater. Really? Uh, Says Tom, do you have any facts about the 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse or just the CNN version? Um, Maybe some of the people sending emails about Kenosha and Kyle Rittenhouse should look at some of the videos showing the chain of events. So that's right. You won't see that on mainstream media. Uh, Gee, Tom, why are the leftists so violent in this country? Why don't the governors and mayors of these riot-prone cities ask the feds for help? Remember, Tom, the Tenth Amendment prevents the feds from helping until they are asked. Yeah. And again, that's to intervene. You know, they, they don't want to be shown as inept, and they don't 
want to give this administration credit for uh, establishing yeah, law and order. Calming things down. All right. Lance, thanks for waiting while we played a little catch-up there, and you are now on the mark. Okay, very good. Well, first, before I get to what I really called about was, Tom, he kind of reminds me of the guy you remember back when that said, well, you know, they got that 100-mile-per-gallon carburetor, but they pied the guy off. Or worse than that, they sent him on a South American vacation, and he got fed to the piranhas. So, but anyway, when uh, our president said about, really, Biden being responsible, he really... Is he was part of the uh, racist administration that was uh, he was a part of, and I, I say this for that reason. You know that uh, bill that was passed that really created that uh, school to prison pipeline that was uh, really championed by the uh, Clinton administration. And here, I'll just give you a couple examples. Nin- Nineteen ninety-four. You're referring to? Yeah, yeah, thereabouts. Okay. And what was that? The crack law. Well, no, the all well, yeah, the uh, the whole crime bill that they had uh, okay. that, that uh, really uh, put the uh, uh, penalties, you know, right up there. The three strikes uh, and you're out. All the group things that went into it. Yeah, the poor lady was in jail for uh, life, mm-hmm. like you know, for just selling some anyway. But anyway, how about this? Black youths are often the kinds of kids that are called super predators. No conscience, no empathy. We can talk about why they ended up that way, but first we have to bring them to heel with all that incarceration. Why was Hillary Clinton talking? Of course, then she just wasn't discriminating in her uh, racism when a uh, fellow by the name of Paul Frey, who was a real, you know, conservative type, was uh, debating her. On, I forget what, but anyway, she, after he was done, she looked at him and said, you F-wording Jew B-word? Right? You know, it kind of showed through. And the deal is, really, um, prisons you know, are filled with uh, too many young blacks, you know, they should be home raising their children, you know, and caring for the family. But BLM says that that very institution is a white racist institution, the nuclear family. If you don't believe it, read it. No, that is in BLM, and there's a statistic, 1963, 62, somewhere in there, that uh, 23% of uh, children were born out of wedlock into the black community. I believe today's statistics are anywhere between 68 and 72 percent. That also has uh, increased in the uh, in, in other other segments of the population too. But you're exactly right. Black Lives Matter is is uh, basically uh, protesting and and trying to ban the nuclear family as we knew it. So, Lance, all these uh, blacks that are protesting—they're perfectly mistaken about the discrimination and the injustices. I'm assuming. Oh no. Oh my goodness, not at all. I guess there uh, there's a lot of things. That, well, some might uh, they're be. crazy. Okay, I, I admit that you know there are certain times when we look at this and say, oh well, we got to change it. But the fact that it's systematic and right to the core is definitely wrong. Yeah, but when you say uh, Lance, there's a mix of people voting. There's there's all shapes and all colors, and there's a lot of uh, uh, white entitled. 
uh, Utes, let's say I'm going to say Utes defined from 28 down, that uh, you know are trying to save the world and have no clue what the world needs saving from, and and you see that in in interviews, and you see again, you know, we talk about protesting, that's fine. But, you know, these are rioters. These are provocateurs. These are Saul Lewinsky soldiers that are putting in the rules for radicals. And read the 13 rules for radicals, and you can see, unfortunately, the Democratic agenda. Oh, yeah, the whole thing. I I still have a dog-eared copy from back when. But, uh, you know, um, what we're uh, really talking here about is the systematic, or, uh, you know, right to the core racism. Well, here it is, a couple weeks ago in a Wall Street Journal. It was a full two-page, double-spaced ad. And in this, it was paid for by the individual who owns those AMC theaters. It's mm-hmm. black. And in there, he talks about just how horrible black folks have it, and he's a billionaire. And I started to think, you know, if this is right to the core, how in the world did he ever do that? Well, go see what uh, uh, shoot Johnson, uh, former owner of BET Network, talks about, and uh, you, you'll you'll get an idea. And you talk to to entrepreneurs who are uh, different colors, and uh, you'll you'll yeah. you'll see what they talk about. And it's it's getting things done. And Lance, if I can put this out, not to take your time here, but l- let's look at the education problem in the United States. If Black Lives Matter and other organizations want to really, we, we talk about education being the key to success, educate. Why wouldn't these groups, Jesse Jackson, Sharpton, others, 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 go into these schools that are predominantly minority and say, no, no, we're not putting up with this. We're, we're not putting up. Either we need school choice for these parents we need these students to be able to get an education to compete, not only in this country, in this world, but you know what? It's about the business of education, and it's about the Democrats getting votes, majority votes from the teachers' union. So if, if some of these groups want to really improve minorities' situation for minorities in this country, why aren't they going to the inner city schools and demand they be better? All right, thank this charter school thing. Here's a really interesting thing. Well, we got to stop you because we got to get going to the next event. Okay, uh, next all right, I'll event. call about this some other time. Okay. All right, thank you so much. Yep, appreciate the call. One of our texters sends a note, says, Get out and vote November 3rd for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. America <laughs> needs to stop him before he makes our country great only for the 1%. Thanks, says Bob. Bob, uh, I would look at who that one percent is because there's a <laughs> might be a majority of might be your boss, Democrats you and progressives that are in that one percent. The hedge fund folks uh, are in there. Good morning. Uh, another listener says, "Good morning." The Trump COVID spreader speech last night. When your family talks about you, it's good to it's going to sound good. Oh, that's true. Yes, he had uh, one Trump after another. Was it Ivanka last night spoke? I didn't hear her remarks the other thing. night. Uh, she spoke. Oh, I'm that. sorry. Uh, Melania was the other night. Yeah, Eric was uh, the other night. Melania, the, the uh, supermodel who looks. Uh, like a model who isn't on hardly any magazines. I don't think she's been on the cover of Oprah's magazine, but uh, we've had past first ladies that aren't models that seem to show up on the magazines, which is fine. But uh, if, uh, uh, and I believe there was uh, your your buddy, Bette Midler, made the comments that she can't really, she's not speaking the proper English. 
and uh, even though she speaks five languages, so again, the hypocrisy yeah, goes on. I don't know, bet, but anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll look her up. We'll be right back. Hold on, guys. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back. One of our listeners says, Ben, what do you mean by the better community? No, we talked about the single birth parents in the black community, I believe 63. It was 23%. Now it's in the 68 to 72%. And in other communities, broader, other communities too, that has increased. Not better, broader. Yeah, I think think the emailer was mis... Don't insult her if that's what you're about No, I'm going to say she's (laughs) hearing, maybe not listening. I'm turning off Ben's mic, Mom. Don't worry. (laughs) Joseph, you're on the mic. That's a fair statement. (laughs) Go ahead, Joseph. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were talking to me or whom. Yes, I wanted to comment on that young man that shot that people with the rifle. Uh, First of all, when I seen that on TV... That didn't look like an AR-15. It looked like a hunting rifle. I don't know. Did you know for sure that that was an AR-15 or whatever? No. It had a scope on it, and it, it looked like, you know, just a, a hunting rifle to me. Yeah, it did, I, and there's also pictures of him going by the uh, uh, National Guard holding his hands up, and they never stopped, so they, they left him go uh, through that, and then he was attacked later by by the mob so uh yeah i i I would say we we haven't had confirmation but remember uh for some people ar-15 becomes the weapon of choice to uh to to you know the the problem in the world is the ar-15 another question is can a 17 year old own a deer rifle a legal rifle? Uh, AR-15s are legal, aren't they? Uh, they can't buy one. They can own one. They, they can't go to the store and buy one. In Pennsylvania, in Pennsylvania I don't know Illinois' laws or Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. No, I know a and lot of people... As far as Tom calling in there about that, him being a Trump supporter, hey, what about the, the guy that shot uh, Steve Scalia and uh, them congressmen down there practicing baseball? They were Obama supporters, weren't they? I believe they were Sanders supporters. Or Sanders, yeah, one of those, mm-hmm. my Democrat supporter. Yeah, that, he was doing that politi- purely for political reasons. Evidently, this young man was there to help defend uh, shop owners or something, the way I understand. Yeah, and, and to say I mean, somebody doesn't have the right to do that, that's, that's, that's somewhat 
mis- they're misinformed on that. But also remember, you had the shooting of Scalise and the the attempt at other lives uh, that were uh, the Republican congressional baseball team was practicing in Northern Virginia. But also remember, you had uh, Rand Paul attacked by his neighbor and had to spend time in the hop- hospital. I believe he had broken ribs. Uh, so uh, yeah, the the left seems to forget about the violence directly. But also look at the difference between protesters and rioters. And, right. you know, the, the protesters have been uh, commandeered by these rioters. And uh, we, we see it happening. And nobody seems to want to talk about Minneapolis the other day, which was absolutely ridiculous. And, and well, even the peaceful protesters, when mob violence, when a lynch party is formed and that spirit hits that crowd, those people uh, that are seemingly peaceful a lot of them go along with that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I mean, they get the adrenaline, adrenaline flowing, and 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 they just go along with it. This isn't all, you know, the, the peaceful turns into violent. Yeah, man. I know that. Well, personally, when we were teenagers, we were pretty bad boys, and we up at uh, Laurelton, lived in Laurelton, and we uh, the hayride at the Methodist Church at Lincoln Chapel had a hayride, <laughs> and so we, <laughs> a bunch of us guys. We got up on the ridge, and when they come by, we threw rotten tomatoes at them. Mm-hmm. And, well, of course, we were bad. We shouldn't have done that. And then we went back to the church when they uh, got there, back to the church, just to see, you know, what would happen. I don't know why we even went back there. But uh, those church people, <laughs> they jumped on us, and my one buddy, they had him down, uh, beating him up. Another one had another uh, friend of mine down and kicked him in the head. And it was just like a... a a lynch mob, you know, they went crazy, you know, and so uh, good people sometimes, when that spirit hits them, you know, they just well, they just Joseph, many, many many medical studies on mob thank you, mentality. Joseph. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, thank you. Many, many scientific medical studies how people act single, as two, and then as a mob. Stan, you're on the mark. Good morning. Hey, uh, I, I wanted to give Tom one compliment. He may be partially right about the 17-year-old kid going there into Wisconsin with that, you know, the AR. Because he was 17, technically, federal law, he's not allowed to purchase it. So I don't know how he got it. That's something that will be fleshed out in the future when they do the investigation. Do we know that it's an mm-hmm. AR, or do we know if it's a hunting gun? If you look at the pictures... No, it was I, an AR. Okay, so it's an AR with a scope on it. Yeah, he probably had a scope on it. I didn't look at it that close, but it's definitely an AR. It extended, you know, 30-round magazine in it, and he used some of them. Uh, but, you know, the people that attacked him, you know, the one guy he shot was smacked him up alongside the head with a skateboard, and if he had caught him with the edge, the full edge of that skateboard, he could have killed the kid. So he came up shooting when he got up, and that guy with the skateboard died. And the other guy that he shot in the arm, he was coming at him. He put his hands up like he was, you know, backing off like he wasn't doing anything. And as soon as he turned his attention away from the guy with his hands up, that guy came rushed towards him with his handgun, which he had, which he had illegally had because he was a felon. And then he got shot in the arm. And the first guy that got shot in the head, I've heard differing reports that actually the 17-year-old may not have been the one that shot him. So that and I don't know about... All I know is that guy died, too. Stan. So that'll be fleshed out in the future, too. Are you saying there's more to this than meets the eye? 
<laughs> There's a lot more to it. Than I media. know. That's the problem. The news media only shows what they want to, you know, their narrative they want to show. That's what Tom's watching. He's watching CNN and the other, you know, mainstream media news. And they're only showing the part that the kid did some shooting. But they don't show what led up to that shooting. You know, somebody throwing a Molotov cocktail at him and he's running away from him trying to get away. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, He didn't initiate you know, the problem, they attacked him when he came up self-defense. So I'm assuming Tom doesn't believe that people under 18 can have, you know, the rights of self-defense because that's the way he frames his whole thing. You know, the kid was illegal and he's a time. And I'm also assuming that Tom doesn't believe that a 17-year-old can have a political, you know, a political opinion. Tom, or Stan, the, there, there are times when uh, people that are carrying handguns go to these protests or counter-protests. Have there been other confrontations? I don't recall any other shootings, but have there been other gun-pointing or sort of confrontations where maybe one side or the other showed their uh, gun? Well, yeah, actually, some of the Black Lives Matter, I don't know what city, there's a video out there. They were stopping vehicles. They had their handguns out, mm-hmm. pointing them at the vehicles. Telling the guys if they don't back up and get out of here, they were going to use them on them. Well, Denver, Denver had the situation where I believe they had the Blue Lives Matter uh, get together, and uh, uh, they had the uh, Black Lives Matter and other groups. And remember, Antifa's in this also. So uh, in Denver, they had a problem. But even last night, Mark, uh, Rand Paul, I believe, was going from a restaurant over to the White House and got confronted by protesters so costed. uh you know the, coming, the, coming the, out of the white house last night i seen video oh was it out of it okay yeah so the hypocrisy runs runs deep here all right thank you so much stan we all appreciate right, your call yep we'll chit chat with you on monday we hope we appreciate all your good calls and texts and and information and emails we're going to take a quickie break so mike please hang in there uh visit sunburymotors.com see their entire ford lincoln kia and hyundai line of vehicles their pre-owned inventory i have now selected a tricked out f-150 i'm going to put my ford ranger in the back of that and haul it around and we're going to make sure that you are a happy customer just as i am at the sunbury motor company and we're going to buy Man, a Lincoln Navigator, just like the one mm. that we got for Joe. We got Joe one no, that was hybrid. a hybrid. And he I, w- I want the hybrid. You want the hybrid. Yeah, Joe rejected it. He wanted no, the V8, man. and you want the hybrid. See, you just love watching that mileage trickle up into mm. the 50s when you're on the highway. So we're going to send you over to Jason. Jeff's taking good care of my F-150. Ernie and Austin are going to give my lovely bride the uh, Kia Telluride that she really needs. And Kyle Alexander down there is going to make sure that uh, Rob's uh, cruising around in a new Explorer soon. So mm. those are some of the people's. Those are just a few of the vehicles, but Ford, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln, Quick Lane, pump you up with nitrogen, uh, parts shop, truck shop, body shop, alignment shop, you name it. There just isn't anything that relates to vehicles that they can't take good care of. Transportation needs, Sunbury Motor is on top of it. I have not been in the driver's seat of a Sunbury Motor Company Ford in in almost uh, 95 minutes. Hey, Jeff, over at the body shop, if you have a ding, you want to get it repaired, go Ding fixed. I had a deer that did a ding, 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 oh, ding, 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 ding. So uh, I know where that happens. So, but uh, no, Jeff took a look at it. All right, we'll take a quickie break. We got a caller standing by. We could probably have time for another comer. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 
When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Mike has been so patient. He's been waiting for days on the line. I appreciate your patience, sir. Thank you for checking in at all. Thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. Yesterday I was very upset when one of the Mike, Mike, Mike. No, it's okay. Go ahead. We need you to take your mask off. Yesterday I was very upset when one of the world's top tennis players decided that she was so sick because of the genocide being carried out by police officers in the United States on blacks, that she was unable to play tennis. And throughout the day, that statement that our police are carrying out a genocide went unchallenged in the media. It it really upset me. And just by chance, I uh, was surfing the web before I went to bed, and I ran into a book written in 2011 by Ann Coulter, and the title of the book is called Demonic. And uh, if you read the review of Demonic by Ann Coulter, you'll see that it describes the Democrat left and how they activate, manipulate, and use mob behavior for political power. And, 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 and trust me, I, I got goosebumps reading it because what was written in 2011 is accurately describing what we are seeing in our cities, what we are seeing in the mass media, what we are seeing in these uh, sports organizations, it, it's actually frightening. I, I can't wait to read the book because, well, actually I can wait because I'm afraid the end of the book might not turn out very well. But in any case, the book Demonic by Ann Coulter, you can get it on thrift books for a couple of, uh, uh, thrift books for a couple of bucks. And between now and election, I think a lot of people should read it because it'll really cast light on what's going on. And the last comment I wanted to make, I, I, I watched Donald Trump's uh, talk last night, and I was kind of falling asleep, so we, we started it over, and we're watching it this morning. And I said to myself, if I was advising Trump, I would have stopped it after the first three minutes when he went down the litany list of all the great presidents in the past, all the things they did to make America strong, and all the things they did to save the world. And when he got done making those comments, if he would have said, and if we elect Joe Biden, all of that work would have been for naught. Thank you very much, and good night. <laughs> well, but the, you're, you're talking about books. We mentioned earlier, go to Saul Lewinsky's book, Rules for Radicals, and read the 13 principles of uh, the Rules for Radicals, and, and you'll see uh, part of the uh, format uh, uh, for the uh, 
Democratic seems to be the progressive agenda. Uh, Democrats have seemed to embrace that. So uh, Solowinski's rules for radicals, another read uh, that uh, might be upsetting, but might be far more realistic now than it was. People thought it was 10 years ago, but this has been happening for a long time, especially if well, Calder's book was 011. Uh, Solomonsky, wasn't he a fellow traveler of Barack Obama's? All right. I have uh, to take another n- No, yeah. no. I've got to take another the, call. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for checking in today. Super glad to hear from you. Now, Appreciate that. Uh, Chris, we'll give you, you get a full 60 seconds. Go right ahead. Okay. Well, then I'll just keep it to the kid in who did the shooting. Uh, you don't see why the people were chasing him. That hasn't been determined yet. And the best description of uh, the kid's history is the New York Times traced him through the through all the filming that was being done. And he had he uh, delivered water to some people who were defending a gas station had that were. Uh, were standing in guard of a of a gas station, and uh, who were armed, and he also supposedly uh, helped uh, protesters at one point with some medical attention or something or uh, water or something. It wasn't they didn't specify how, and he uh, had an encounter with police, and they told him to leave. Okay. And they have a, they have it. It's probably on their website. If you have access to that, it has the complete story of everything that they have from the film. And it's kind of interesting. It's uh, hard to t- hard to tell exactly what he was up to. All right. Thank you so but much. It was, uh, he was told to leave. Appreciate the call, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Yep. Thank you, Rob. Have a good weekend. Thanks, everybody. This is WKOK Sunbury.